Hello. Hello. Testing, testing. Hi. Third season. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Keep Smiling podcast. I hope you're doing well. I suppose I just wanted to do a relatively short and sweet introductory episode prior to releasing all the other episodes, which have been uh, pre-recorded, some of them, and give a little bit of an update and say hi and things, because I feel like the people who listen to the podcast are a little bit more interested, if that makes sense. If you're an avid listener, then you've taken time out of your, you've taken hours out of your time to listen to these episodes. So therefore, my translation of that means that you're relatively interested in me. And I think that's the one thing I've been struggling with massively recently in terms of my confidence and value slash worth I don't know like feel like my content or me uploading is worthless because nobody gives a shit but that's probably just why I've been going through a bit of a hefty roller coaster in life as everyone has um but I think it's just to push those feelings of worthlessness which is a really really positive way to start out this episode isn't it um but I think you know you who decide to listen to these episodes I'm grateful and I'm very thankful the fact that you take your time out of your day to listen to my very boring voice. Um, But I'm grateful nonetheless. And I did ask a few questions over my Instagram if anyone wanted me to discuss anything in particular. So I suppose I'm just going to have a little casual chin wag and go through some of them. And evidently a lot of them are going to be related to, you know, what I've learned from 2020, what I want to take forward in 2021. And I'm not, I feel like a pessimist and somebody without any positive attitude right now. But for me, the 31st of December felt like the exact same as today, the the 2nd of January. Nothing's changed. It's the same. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to take 365 days out of my year to then instill a new habit, a new goal, because if I wanted to instill those habits, if I wanted to instill lifestyle changes to optimize, to make, you know, progressive developments, to, you know, progress within my life, whether that's in a career base, within a fitness base, within a mindset base, I'm not going to wait for the 1st of January to make those decisions. And I know that sounds really negative, um, but that's also just being practical and rational. Um, so I'm not necessarily, I'm not a... A resolution human being as per but I do have goals and aims that I'd like to achieve that I generally do on a regular basis and generally just things that I'd like to strive for regularly and not just wait as I say for every 365 366 day to then provide them the attention that they deserve so let's get into it I'm going to be relatively general about the majority of things because I do like to keep a bit of pivot, excuse me, privacy with sections of my life. But the main one, and the one that I have decided to really try to be proactive about, is improve my mental health. Um, you know, twenty twenty was a really challenging period for my anxiety, my depression, and my eating disorder. And my goal is to feel genuinely happy within my soul far more regularly and far more frequently and those periods not be so infrequent and so rare I think the one thing that I have noticed recently is that the periods of difficulty that I had to face as a young as a younger girl as a younger teenager they caused me anxiety they caused me panic at those moments in time but that was a rational emotion to experience because that's a natural human emotion 
as a response to a situation that was unfair, unkind, destructive for my mental health. Like that was, they were normal and respectful emotions to experience. However, coming from those experiences, despite the fact that time has gone on, years have passed, I'm still in the period where I'm in that fight or flight mode, where my mental health has its dips, where my mental health has its challenges, where I'm in these moods of anxiety. I'm experiencing the depressive thoughts. I'm experiencing, you know, the revisits back to periods that weren't nice. Um, And it's scary because they're ingrained. I know, I know rationally, I'm not in any immediate danger. I'm not in any immediate, you know, bad situation. I'm healthy. I'm happy. I've got a roof over my head. I've got people who love me, who care for me. Granted, I haven't been able to see half of them this year as everyone else has. But rationally, me undergoing these emotions that are being so taxing to my energy and my mental health is not proactive, it's not helpful, it's not productive. But yet, my mentality decides to go down that way. And that's habitual now. And that's what really worries me. So I I need to be proactive about it. I need to be realistic and rational that I don't want these to pursue. I don't want these thoughts to continue, to continue, you know, depriving my mental health, to continue you know, down this deprivational cycle where I'm not necessarily in an optimistic mindset or in a positive mindset and I'm isolating myself, I'm feeling worthless, I'm feeling lonely, I'm feeling uh, pathetic and I can speak about it now because I'm in a lot more of a focused and fixed mindset today. I'm I'm in a bit more of a Lara mindset, not, you know, the head that we get into when we get all frantic and chaotic. So I'm not necessarily sure in which method I'm going to undergo this aim with. Um, I have tried to revisit therapy, but there's been a lot of complexities. I had to go back to a place um, to ask, to start things back up again. But long story short, it's not happening. And the best that they can do is put me on a waiting list, which is minimum of 18 months. So that's something that I need to kind of research again. And it's difficult because I've had such complex experiences with therapy in the past that I've not necessarily had a long-term therapist and therefore felt any long-term benefits. I've I've more so had a lot of introductory sessions which haven't gotten me anywhere and I've been through countless, I've done a whole YouTube video on about, about experiences, you know, some really inappropriate um, experiences, some experiences that were worse in a way um, and I stopped from I stopped the search of trying to find an adequate therapist to support me along my journey of recovery of, you know, getting me into an optimal place in terms of my psychology. Because I really hate speaking up and opening up the whole can of worms, as everyone does, because it's triggering, because you have to revisit negative memories, because you have to really be vulnerable. And after a while, when that's such a repetitive period that you have to go through, it gets really, really exhausting and I needed a break from it. So yes, I'm unsure how I'm going to find, you know, an adequate therapist, because it is like finding a life partner. It's not a one size fits all. There's not, you're not going to meet somebody and they be the person that is going to help you along the way. You need, you need to dip your toes into different scenarios and different methods. You know, I've been to counsellors, CBT, I've been to therapists, I've been to an abundance of different things. And I knew there was an a, a section that worked better but the funnily enough the one situation that was probably something that I could have continued with productively she had quit a job um so I was left in the dark which was very much unfortunate but 
hey-ho, you can't change it. But yeah, 2021, I want to really try to revisit therapy. But then again, I don't want to do it over Skype. I don't want to do it over Microsoft Teams call. I want to see somebody face-to-face. And I want to develop a more positive mentality towards going to therapy because it caused me so much anxiety. It's a fragile situation and it's important, it's vital. And I'm only now discovering why I really should revisit. But um, yeah, just previous experiences in the past, which haven't necessarily been optimal, have really pushed me back. So I want to be proactive. I want to try and search again. I don't know how, but at some point I will try to get my ass into therapy. And alongside that, just for general positive lifestyle habits to enforce that I know, that I know from experience do make me feel better, do put me in a better mindset, is, you know, doing early morning walks again. I I was in a habit, I was in a routine of doing them all every single day. But then I had a bit of a kerfuffle happen uh, last month. Um, I had, just life's just not been straightforward for anyone it's not been straightforward but basically I got out of my routine and I feel I can feel that I'm out of the routine because I I can't feel that sense of ease every morning because once you go out once you experience fresh air once you you know breathe give your mindset the time to relax but also give your mindset the time to just organize your day casually it's really therapeutic and it's really relaxing and it sets you off productively so I want to get back into doing that I want to get back into having those moments of peace and quiet prior to embarking myself within a hefty workload so just having those moments having those moments of peace having those moments of quiet just to allow your mindset to breathe before investing into work before just you know, clouding your brain with productivity, productivity, productivity. You need you need the off button. You need that pause. You need to allow yourself to relax every once in a while. You know, physically, yes, but also mentally. And then to add to the improvement of mental health is to socialise more. Yes, difficult because we're in lockdown, but even outside of lockdown, I became very habitual into isolating myself away. I have a few close friends that happen to be very far away. Um, so other than those guys, I wouldn't necessarily socialize with intention. So that's something I want to do because I know when I surround myself with people, I know when I have conversations, I know when I intentionally put myself in a social situation, my mindset is better because it's preoccupied, it's occupied. I'm able to talk, I'm able to bounce back from people. And that's something that I need to start doing and not hiding away from just because of anxiety, just because of social anxiety. Um, yeah. And then reading a little bit more, hydrating myself, make sure I'm prioritizing sleep and rest. And they've all come into the category of trying to improve my mental health and ensure that I'm focusing on lifestyle skills, on lifestyle routines and habits to invest and to make habitual just because, you know, so often now we're seeing resolutions as a way to deprive and punish your body and, you know, influenced by this overwhelming sense of guilt that can often be derived from, you know, not so negative, not so positive messages or not so positive influences that we get from social media and I think we all need to take a step back and understand what the priority is and quite frankly that tends to be your mental health and not your external appearance 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 words the next to have at least 50 podcast uploads and I feel like we've got that I feel like I've totally got that 
Um, there's about 27, I think this is my 28th upload by this point, and I've already recorded about another six. Um, so we've got that. We, we've got that sorted. I just hope that this continues because it is something that means so much to me, but then I also hope I continue it in a way that it's natural and genuine and authentic and not because I'm stressing about weekly upload, I'm stressing about a time-bound upload because I think that's when you lose the genuine nature and the productive nature behind having a podcast. Um, so as long as I'm prioritizing the fact that I'm putting out content that I want to, not because I'm stressing about, oh my God, the seventh day, I haven't got something prepared and I need to find a balance, that, you know, that would be great. Uh, what else have I put on my list? Complete my first year of university. I'm just going to basically derive this from another question that I've had. How is my university experience going? Um, it's going great. It's virtual, as everyone's is. Um, no, it has had its challenges. And as I've said on multiple YouTube videos and Instagram captions, it hasn't necessarily been the most simple of uh, periods recently. Um and I think going into the university situation and environment was uh, play, played a responsible key in being very triggering because it put you into a place of complexity. It put you into a place of discomfort, something that I wasn't, you know, necessarily comfortable with and something that I wasn't necessarily familiar with. Yes, I had gone to university two years ago, but it was different because it wasn't in a global pandemic and I hadn't moved out and I was able to come back and forth. So it really made me feel van very fragile and very vulnerable um, and hopefully come the second term, I'm able to utilize the experience that I've already had from the first term and go at it a little bit more productively because before starting a task, before starting an assessment, before starting anything, I'd spend hours and hours just trying to relax my brain from these over-consuming thoughts of anxiety and panic and worry and thinking that I'm not good enough and thinking that I can't do this, you know, contemplating dropping out. And I wasted so much and I am still wasting so much of my psychology and my mental, you know, energy on telling myself that I'm not capable, on telling myself that I can't do this, on telling myself there's no bloody point, just drop out now and try to find a job elsewhere. You're not going to do this. And there's other people in this course that are better than you and da 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 And I just kill myself with all these negative thoughts and all these negative um uh, it, it, it's worthless it's pointless and I know I do it and I really need to stop the habit of it but it's ingrained and that's what's come back to the first point of ensuring that I'm you know getting my mindset into a better place getting my headspace into a good space because once you've sorted that out everything else kind of flows a lot more organically and a lot more positively so that's what I'm going to try and do and that's what I'm trying to focus on and ensure that my university experience from now on is a lot more constructive, a lot more positive and I'm not giving myself so much shit and so much grief on everything I do. And it's not even perfectionism at this point. Yes, the perfectionism is, perfectionism is chronic, but it's just like extreme self-doubt and self-esteem issues. And going into university gave those emotions another opportunity to flourish. Um, so yeah hopefully hopefully it'll be better and by the time you're listening to this in three days I'm moving out again um to a new place a new apartment and hopefully that will give me the fresh start that I need the fresh mindset and overall that new environment will allow me hopefully fingers crossed toes crossed limbs crossed everything bloody crossed um that new environment will allow me to progress in a productive way yes I'm going to be rational yes I'm going to be you know understanding the fact that there are going to be obstacles along the way it's a new place it's a new transitional process and they're never easy 
but hopefully I can utilize that new experience and that new environment to instill positive routines and positive habits which are going to carry me out you know the remainder of this term with a good mindset with a good headspace so I can actually you know utilize my time a little bit more efficiently rather than panicking stressing going through bouts of depression um I mean if only it was that easy and something else that I want to focus on is allowing myself to take time out of work and you know consistent productivity to be able to focus on my creative side because as I've said on repeat again we live in such a go 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 society where you know working and waking up at ridiculous o'clock going to sleep at ridiculous o'clock and consistently you know working yourself to the ground is celebrated whereas we're not necessarily giving credit to exploring creativity giving ourselves some respite and moments to relax um I'm really not good at relaxing that's something I do need to work on is being able to relax turn my mindset off and be able to focus on a tv show on a book but my mind wanders and I make lists in my head and I panic about situations and it's like once you give yourself um, once you give that brain that overworking brain the permission to think about things it just goes into overdrive and goes into chronic overthinking so I've had to learn how can I relax without working and without not doing anything. (laughs) Does that make any sense? But basically how I do that is being able to focus on my creative side, being able to focus on photography, being able to focus on editing, being able to focus on music and ensuring that I'm investing time into that and giving myself the essential few moments where I'm able to turn off my brain from university work. I'm able to turn my brain off from social media. I'm able to turn my brain off from wanting to consistently attack and tick things off my to-do list. And I'm just giving myself the time to breathe, to relax, to focus on music, to focus on, you know, capturing a beautiful image of sunrise or sunset. And knowing that that's a priority, it's not necessarily something that I should think of um, as a reward. That's something that I need to do for my mental health, for my mental stability. Um, and something that's essential because ultimately if you just live for work 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 you're just going to burn yourself out and oh god burnout is just a nightmare and we need to learn the balance we need to learn to constructively attack our days without putting ourselves into a place of exhaustion because recently that has become far too easy to do oh and the last two things that i have on the list it's not really a goal it's just me being vastly optimistic that the world will be relatively sane is to go to body power and is to progress with this project that was cancelled um i had two projects that were supposed to go through last year it was they were actually supposed to be the end of march so i really like if they were a week prior it would have been fine but it wasn't that way and obviously the current global situation had enforced those to be put on pause and I'd wished and had my fingers crossed that we'd be able to progress with them this year and I'm unsure I'm really unsure because it requires a lot of travel um, a lot of flights as well so it's not necessarily looking hugely optimistic but I've got my fingers crossed either way um, because I think that's the one thing that's kind of put me into this place where I feel like I'm questioning my worth and questioning you know, are you listening to this and do you actually give a shit about me? And is there any point in me uploading anymore to any social media platform? Because nobody cares. Um, Because I haven't been busy and I haven't been working on projects because they've all been cancelled. And I therefore think that those situations and having to cancel those things put me into a place where I don't feel worthwhile. I don't feel that I'm, you know, productively 
attacking situations I'm productively developing in the areas that I wanted to develop I think because 2019 was such a huge year when I had you know that spike I had a media spike and then I was on this and I was doing that and I was consistently on projects and working on documentaries and, da, 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 and everything was happening so quick it was extremely exciting but then 2020 came and then fuck all happened you know the world went into shutdown and everything stopped and I think that stopping gave my brain again the capacity to overthink and go into overdrive of thinking you're worthless you're pointless you're not doing anything you're not you're not progressing um and I think that's the one reason why I felt really anxious and really apprehensive in what direction to progress with my social media it is I love I absolutely love engaging I absolutely love making this podcast I absolutely love making videos and I know it puts me into a positive mindset but I have to overcome this wave of self-doubt prior and recently that wave of self-doubt has become more difficult and more difficult and challenging to overcome and to get on the other side with so therefore it's just pushed me into this place where I'm not I'm just not going to upload I'm just not going to do it and then I'm not experiencing that side of the community that brings me joy so it's a double-edged sword and I'm trying to get over it. I'm trying to not think so negatively about things. Um, yeah, that got very deep very quickly. But basically, I wanted to continue with projects, but I don't think they're going to be realistic. Um, so I guess, you know, translating that into a more COVID-friendly statement is for me to, you know, adjust my goals into something appropriate and to understand that I need to you know change certain things and different things need to take priority that being my university degree that being my mindset and understanding that I'm able to progress in avenues that weren't necessarily what I had previously envisioned but that's still okay because that's still development we're not standing still we're still going somewhere and quite frankly I'm 20 years old we've got a whole lifetime to do things I don't have to cram everything and make every single year as productive as the other or complete or consistently compare myself it gets very easy to compare ourselves it comes becomes very easy to put ourselves in this place where we're convincing ourselves that we're not as worthy <sighs> and it would be easy if we just stopped doing that to ourselves wouldn't it bloody hell and another question that i got on um instagram when i did a little box of my story was what my training goals were what my fitness goals were and I've not necessarily had a fitness goal ever. I've just fallen in love with the gym. I've fallen in love with strength training and I just pursued it. And as a you know result from that, I've been able to progress within my lifts. I've been able to progress in terms of gaining muscle mass. I've been able to progress in terms of my confidence within the gym environment. And I feel really happy there now rather than feeling like I need to run away and have a panic attack. Um, so I don't necessarily have, again, a checkbox list of what checkbox a check box, a tech, a what am I trying to say? I don't necessarily have a specific list of analytical or numerical things that I want to achieve, but I know I want to continue progressing. I know I want to make my bench stronger. I know I want to continue making my squat stronger, my deadlift stronger, my rack pulls. Currently, I'm on 60 for one bench, 130 kg for one rack pull, 110 for two deadlift. Um, 100 for one squat but that I did that a long time ago so I'm definitely not at that level so I would like to get up to that fitness goals not necessarily specific I just want to get stronger I want to make sure that I'm still enjoying the process I'm just wanting the gyms to open my goodness because that place brings me so much sanity and I suppose my other goals are relatively limited because I'm trying to be very 
realistic about lockdown being something that's going to last a while. Yes, I want to travel. Yes, I want to go visit my friends that don't live in Wales. Yes, I want to go here, then everywhere. And uh, I want to do things. But we're all in this very preventative lifestyle where we're being locked away, where we're not necessarily being able to do the things that we want to do. And it's difficult and it's challenging and it's not, it's, it's irritating now. I think the one thing that has progressed with this whole pandemic is the fact that it's no longer necessarily a state of anxiety. It's a state of everyone feeling really pissed off and angry and we can't change it. In, in comparison to everything that's going on, we literally just have to watch the world go by and there's not much that we can do. We can sign as many petitions as we can, raise awareness as much as we can, you know, keep using our voices and try our hardest. But ultimately, we're in this position where it's just a waiting game. We've really got to work on our patience. We've really got to appreciate that, that this is a long, long journey that we're going into. And there's no, there's not going to be a normal anymore. There's going to be a new normal but it's going to be a hell of a lot different to what it was prior. And it sucks. It's not ideal. But ultimately, the one thing that we can do together is just develop this resilient mindset. And ultimately, we're going through periods of adversity. We're going through periods of difficulty. We're, we, we are living in history right now. I may be listening to this podcast in 20 years time where the world is so different and so obscure in comparison to what we know now. But just understand that this process has its obstacles, has its difficulties. It has those moments where you feel powerless and weak and pissed off. But know that those behavioral techniques are going to be translated into the future and you're able to approach situations of difficulty that you'll be introduced to in in the future with a lot more of a resilient mindset because you've gone through a hell of a lot this year, um, last year. We're going through a really, really difficult, obscure and bizarre time. But ultimately, we all as young people, actually, however old you are, um, we're all going to develop from this. We're all going to grow from this. We're all going to have such a profound level of appreciation that we didn't have prior because we weren't allowed to hug our, our family members for so long. We weren't allowed to see our best friends for a prolonged period of time. And yet the next time we're able to and next time that we have that freedom to do so, we're going to do that with that extra bit of gratitude and that extra bit of positivity because we know we had it, we, we didn't have it available to us and we're going to take it, we're not going to take it for granted and we're going to be, you know, it, oh, it sucks but just know that one time we'll look back and think, wow, but look where we are now. So let's just try to keep on hold of those remaining few little little bits of positivity because we will get there it will be okay I didn't want to do a whole podcast talking about the situation but it's really really difficult to avoid because our whole lifestyles have been adjusted as a result but yeah I'm gonna leave you here it was just a bit of a ramble a bit of a discussion a bit of a goal setting situation a bit of an update in terms of where I'm at um I'm very unsure when I talk specifically about me and I feel like this is why I've organized so many guests to come on because I don't feel like anyone is interested in my side of things I know you are because I have conversations and we talk and you know there are still like a hefty amount of listeners but I get a bit insecure and hopefully we can change that hopefully that can uh, be abolished soon enough um but yeah I hope you're all looking after yourselves I hope everyone is staying safe believe in your own strength and keep smiling I hope everything is going to be better for you. Just please be careful, be safe. And yeah, love you.